Project Veritas releases a bombshell undercover expose on the Pfizer Corporation. Yes, the Pfizer Corporation that is distributing the jabs for the current virus that you're supposed to care so much about that has changed your life and the economy, that Pfizer Corporation. And in the midst of this expose, as they are extracting information from a director of the Pfizer Corporation, it is revealed that the Pfizer Corporation has had meetings about mutating viruses, specifically this virus that we're currently dealing with from unknown origin, with the intent to create vaccines for viruses that do not yet exist. So if you're thinking this sounds like something out of Resident Evil, you are thinking correctly because that is exactly what the Umbrella Corporation did in Resident Evil. We're going to break down that crazy bombshell report from Project Veritas. Just next level, definitely the report of the year by far. And then we're going to discuss the news, the chaos, the controversy circling around the five Memphis police officers that have been charged with murder, the murder of Tyree Nichols. Um, it's uh, crazy, aside from it being you know, another police situation that is being blown up by the media, all black people were involved and yet it is being labeled as racism. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an audio apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair. And our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Go on over to our website. That's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. Like always, if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. If you know somebody that would be interested in the things that we talk about, please share the episode with them. And if you want to help us stay independent, go to our website. You can donate an amount of your choosing or buy some merchandise so the jab everybody uh well not everybody thankfully not everybody but many people have taken the jab uh many jobs have made people take the jab federal employees were made to take the jab and for all intents and purposes the jab should be old news by now but the jab isn't old news because first off, it was one of the greatest injustices of our lifetime that people were made to take this experimental jab, this experimental um, quote unquote inoculation that doesn't seem to work. So let's that is the foundation before we get into this crazy story. The foundation has to be set, the backdrop has to be set that 
uh, ineffective, inefficient, experimental inoculation was pushed on people from the government, from employers, across the board, and it didn't work. It didn't work. So that much has to be established going into this because it really helps set the stage for what this whole thing was always about. And, you know, you, you can't help, but as I was watching that, um, that bombshell report by Project Veritas, I couldn't help but think that the jab, the rollout of the jab, Project, uh, uh, what was it, Project Warp Speed, Um, I couldn't help but think that a lot of this, this circumstance that, that we're, that we're under now, a lot, a lot of it was Trump's fault because, you know, had, had you not cut all the red tape, had you not bent the knee to the virus, I'm so vindicated now because initially I said from the get go I don't think that this was something that that uh of uh that a uh, of uh, a jab was even necessary for and people looked at me like I was crazy when I said that initially but now it turns out that you know not as many people are dying from the virus and the jab doesn't work. It's ineffective. You could have the jab and still get the virus. You could have the jab and still give the virus. And you could have the jab and still die from the virus. So what was shot in your body? Who knows? Who knows? And now, actually, there's many reports coming out that the latest variant of the virus has a more adverse effect on people that have the jab. Yeah. That so so you know this is this is crazy and so that all of that needs to be established before we get into the great work that Project Veritas did because this was essentially the government cutting the red tape for corporations of pharmaceutical corporation the government cut the red tape for pharmaceutical corporation basically cut them a blank check because remember, the jab is free. Anywhere you want to go to get the jab, you can get it for free. Cut them a blank check and now incentivize them to keep this gravy train running. And to the point where the greed has run so rampant that they have had meetings and have actually considered, because mind you, the person that was exposed in this Project Veritas undercover report he is the third person removed from the CEO of Pfizer. The third person removed from the CEO of Pfizer. So let that set in. And let it set in that they were having meetings about mutating the current virus in order to create other vaccines. So it's essentially creating a problem that doesn't exist in order to provide a solution. And when I say solution, I say it with air quotations because they have yet to provide any solution for any virus. Yeah. So let's let's be clear about that. These are the same people that have not provided any solution for the for any virus, yet 
Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and to Trump and Trump to a certain degree have told you to take this jab, so on and so forth, because it's great. It's a miracle. Yada, yada, yada. His actual title, to be specific, Director of Research and Development, Strategic Operations and mRNA Scientific Planning. So it's like specifically to push this. And um, he was, he is clearly homosexual, which that doesn't matter, but it, it ties into the undercover report because Project Veritas the 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 what what's the word for the person that that was in the field um i can't think undercover yeah but uh there's a word for i can't think of it right now but the person that project veritas sent to deal with this person and kind of get to know them um i guess this person had to act like they were interested in this guy romantically they had been out on a few dates, and on every date, the guy, the representative of Pfizer, was revealing and revealed more and more information about what was going on at Pfizer, including this notion that they have considered mutating viruses so that they could create a vaccine for these viruses. Um so in the final, in in uh uh no not in the final meeting, but it, I I want to say on the second date, they they were talking about this whole the notion of gain of function, which if you read up on gain of function, it is that it is this idea of creating viruses, uh, messing with viruses, essentially what a lot of people like, including Rand Paul, feel. Dr. Fauci is responsible for with his involvement in the Wuhan lab when it came to the initial virus that, you know, plagued the world and what have you. So the guy from Pfizer, the the the. The representative of Pfizer, he was saying, oh, uh, well, you know, you can't say that you can't say that. You know, we, we're as a corporation, we're not supposed to say that. Don't and, tell anyone. And, and the Project Veritas operative, that's the word I was looking for. The operative, he was like, well, it does sound like gain of function. He's like, yeah, but the, then the Pfizer guy says, oh, we, you know, we don't tell the public that, though. We don't tell the public that. So, again, uh, uh, that that's just the beginning of you getting to see how there's one face one one display that they have for the public and something totally else totally different and something else going on behind in the, the pri- in the behind the scenes and in, in in uh these private meetings and what have you and so in the final date at a pizza parlor they're sitting down and i guess the guy the operative gets up to go to the washroom he leaves and then um james o'keefe the the founder of project veritas he walks in he's like he was so polite he's like is this seat taken (laughs) and the guy's like what what and he's like uh so you're uh uh you work for pfizer uh can you tell me why you're you guys are have discussed mutating viruses and then the guy from pfizer absolutely loses it yeah loses his shit 
Bad. What was your initial mindset? What did you think? What were your initial thoughts when you first saw this bombshell report? Uh, well, I I watched. Uh, they had a clip, but I was like, oh, I want to watch the whole thing. And when I searched for it, I think it was on Twitter that they had the whole the whole clip, the clip of the the, the last date. <laughs> so I found it funny. His reaction was funny. His reaction was hilarious because it was like really aggressive. But like, like he was a victim, and then right, right off the bat, he's trying to cover his tracks. Oh, I lied! I was trying to impress my date. Nah, that's not like if it's a date. Why are you sh- sharing that information anyway? And uh, and it was funny because in that interview, you could tell in the last one, you could tell that he's like, you you keep asking me about this. It's like this kind of reminds me of the that rep- that uh, conservative. Uh, you know, obviously he's talking about Project Veritas, like that, the, the, the journalists, you know, like they're real right-wing extremists. They're, uh, you know, they, they always ask these questions and they do exposés. Like, you're not one of those guys, are you? Oh, okay, cool, yeah, man. You can just get paranoid. So I'm thinking, like, this motherfucker really doesn't know that this is about to happen. And then, um, I mean, at that point, he, he's already said what they're on, what Pfizer's been on, what they're doing. You're the director, like you said, three steps before the CEO. So you're not just any employee. Right. Um, so what he said should not be taken like lightly because not in the slightest, this person is, is, is not only responsible for the planning of, of like distributing this stuff, but you know, it's in his interest to sell that shit. Right. So, so he's going to know about this and he's been in those meetings. So my initial reaction was, well, this shit ain't gonna, be on mainstream news outlets and sure enough it wasn't no N- not one i didn't see that anywhere besides i think tucker carlson yeah maybe on fox besides tucker carlson but i think at this point it doesn't matter if it's not on mainstream because of just how much mainstream media has lost trust that like people just kind of still know about this mm-hmm. um Obviously, it would be very effective had it been on, like, other mainstream outlets, especially for the older generations. But, I mean, that shit was... It's been trending now. Like, today, it's still trending. So, it's crazy because it shows you... And I guess what I got out of it, which we already knew, is how embed media is with these companies. Because, like, that's all they do is, oh, Pfizer, Pfizer, Pfizer. If you've ever watched... CNN or MSNBC, it's like these commercials are like every every 15 minutes there's a Pfizer commercial. And so it's like it shows you that journalism is more so bought by these companies yeah, to push whatever you need to push, which means that a lot of mainstream media, if not most, if not all, is is just propaganda machines. Like, oh, just like push it, push it, just push it. And so um, I wonder what will happen here on out will they investigate Pfizer I doubt it yeah well um, Rubio he he uh, put out something saying that uh, he after that report he has a lot of questions and I guess they they're going to put together uh, a a committee to look into it or whatever yeah so that's good but like he's literally the only politician that I've seen I've seen talk about it yeah, and that's another thing too. Like, what's what's up? Nobody, nobody really has 
stepped up to to really like uh, I guess maybe once we see who's in the committee, but this kind of should be a lot more explosive yeah. than it really is because it's like in in all honesty, like if if you guys don't know about the Resident Evil games or all of that, like it's it's literally the same thing. It's like how you tweeted. So basically, Pfizer's the Umbrella Corp. They fuck around with these viruses, um, mutate them. What's the difference between Pfizer and the Wuhan lab? Yeah, that w- with the fucking COVID, you know, with the, with the Rona. Like, what what is the difference? There is no difference. So that means that something could happen here in the states, or depending on where they have their stuff. But it's like we're not gonna escape this stuff because you're literally. Adding the human element, which is like, well, let's mutate. Let's see how far we could push it. It, it can't end well. And you know, every four and years, it's all based pops in, up. It's all based in greed because you're not, you're creating something. I, it, it's one thing to to be reactive like, oh, well, we, or, or proactive in the sense that, oh, we could foresee the, the this virus mutating in this direction. So... Let's preemptively create something, you know, uh, a vaccine for that. But that's the natural course of the virus. Versus, no, we are we're 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 uh, constructing it, and 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 um, you know, it's it's uh, contrived to go in a certain direction. That's two totally different things, and it just shows you that really, at the end of the day. It's about money because, and that's why I had to start off this whole segment with saying and 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 really highlighting the ineffectiveness of the jab because that's the other thing. It's like if the stuff that you were pumping out actually worked, that'd be different. But like it's it doesn't work, so you're you're literally creating or or have the notion to create viruses. That ultimately won't go anywhere because the 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 virus from China that's not going anywhere. That's here forever. Yeah. So you just want to create a bunch of viruses that are going to be here forever, and it's not like you're creating anything that's going to get rid of them because the the first stuff that you created didn't get rid of it. So yeah, yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. And and the idea, like the the sheer hubris of somebody to talk so loosely about that in the middle of a of a date is crazy too it's like how untouchable do you think you must be to even be talking about something like that to think that that's like something you should be saying yeah. at on a date well it goes to show too like how non-secretive this shit is like how if you were doing that which is corrupt as fuck, but like if you were doing that, you think you'd have the sense of not sharing that with anybody. This is simultaneously happening while Joe Biden has all these classified stuff everywhere. Garages, people have came in, out, his son knows about shit. And so on one end, you're looking at Trump and him having classified documents somewhere, but then you're seeing, well, the other side, if... If your argument was like, well, why did, was does dude have them, and who the fuck was was seeing that shit? Well, on the other side, it's the same thing. It's sloppier if you think about it. Like, just all right, I'm on a date with some dude. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to nail him. <laughs> so, of God. so here, some information. We're the Umbrella Corp. 
And so it's it's kind of it's kind of scary because that means like how compromising are you to your own nation really? Yeah. Like if you think about if if politicians are this lazy and not like good at what they do, if they're going to do something that's not necessarily legal or advisable at bare minimum, you're just so loosely sharing information like that. Um, cause I, I could see, I could see, uh, y- like you said, having a lab where you're trying to see if this shit will mutate, go from there. But, but when you're actively trying to mutate it, like this, like, and all for the purpose of having more money, being able to, to, to provide, uh, vaccines yeah. for it. it it's, it's th- like that shit could kill, like, we're we're lucky enough where like whether it be a flu, whether it be you know the the woo the woo flu, um, there hasn't been anything that like could wipe us out. But like, at what point does that happen? Because you keep fucking around, trying to play God, <laughs> and then and then that shit that shit actually comes out, and there goes what two thirds of the human population. So. <laughs> You, you ought to be a lot more careful and a lot more weary about the stuff that, that you're trying to do. Offer what? For more money? So have a a bigger say and be the, the number one company in, in, in pharmaceuticals? And, and also, too, because, again, it's incentivized because let's say there is another pandemic. Then, oh, the government cuts a, 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 a basically a blank check to, oh, yeah, create something, save us, Project Warp Speed number two. All bullshit because it no. doesn't work. It, but how much money did they make? How much money? Billions. The billions that they made. Because that's the thing. Like, imagine, uh, uh, imagine this. Imagine you're saying you're, you're the, you're the middleman which is which is the US government and I'm the pharmaceutical company and you're like oh well my citizens are going to need this it's like all right well it's going to cost you know this 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 much to to make it or whatever but you know that especially if you know that it's ineffective you know that the people the citizens Many of them, if they have to, if it comes out of their pocket, many of them are not going to buy it. Many of them are not going to purchase it. Then especially once word starts circulating that it's ineffective, they're really not going to get it. So you cut all of that out by the government being the one that's like, oh, here's a blank check created and then we're going to give it out for free because we're the ones that paid you for it. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. And then on top of that, these are the same people. These are the same corporations that you've attached no liability. That's the other thing. You've you've no liability. This is ridiculous. And by far the most important story thus far of 2023. And what's so crazy about it, and and he's absolutely a hundred percent correct. I saw James O'Keefe, he tweeted, he says we are media now like like literally with this story like they've become more important than any other media outlet like in in terms of like investigative journalism there is like nobody else out there that that even that is even close to like what these people at project veritas are doing 
Yeah, because that, 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 this is some, like, like, really, like, some serious investigate, like, some spotlight shit. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny is I haven't seen, I don't know if you have, but I haven't seen any of the 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 left wing analysts or commentators because obviously the ones on the mainstream media we're not gonna they're not gonna talk about it. But even the ones on YouTube, I have not seen them talk about it. Well, I don't think there's an argument to to be had. Like when you're caught red handed, like the best thing to but do. But at what point? That's but my point is like at what point being on the left do you look at uh, you know being on the left and so pro pro jab? At what point? Do you have the accountability to be like, whoa, damn, like we're over here like trusting and loving these corporations and this is the the nefarious intent that they have, you know, at a yeah. certain point or does it just never happen if you're on the left? Like, you know, it does do you just never have that accountability that... Well, I, I think it's become so tribalistic. Like, for example, in your criticism of the jab you've thrown criticism at trump like that's it's that easy it's that easy to admit like okay i've voted for this man and on on many things i've agreed with him on this he gets an f yeah and so a lot of people because they choose a side or they choose they have someone that they pick it's like they're immune to yeah, the, I see to what the, you're saying. And it's like, it's well, like, this is my side and this is my guy and he gets straight A's. Yeah. Versus many, it's yeah. like, we're here looking at things objectively and being able to say, well, this is my guy, this is my side. And he gets an A here, he gets a B here, he gets an A there, he gets a B there. And in this particular instance, he gets an F. Yeah. And, and, and where he got an F happens to be the most life-changing thing for many people because i know people who lost their companies their businesses during during the pandemic right and, really in, in actuality it's like he got an f but everybody else got like a f minus like oh it's yeah like everybody else got like worse than it. yeah like yeah nobody nobody got it right no the only nope. honestly the only people that got it right were like like the guys like that that used well it's uh well analyzed and logical analytical and anecdotal observation like they they looked at yeah. the world and like the guys like Andrew Tate that that have come out and said like, yeah, did you actually see a pandemic? I, I which I always thought like that uh, that observation of his was great. Like the idea is like they told you there was a pandemic, but like how many people actually <laughs> saw a pandemic? You know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, and. I've always found that pretty interesting. And yeah, but other than that, like the experts, the all of the experts were wrong. Yeah. The only politician that I saw handled it well was DeSantis. And that's because he was like, he didn't jump the gun on anything. He was like, okay, let these motherfuckers do what they're going to do. I'm not going to force anybody to get this shit. Not in this state. And even then, though, he... It, it was... 
it was late in the game, later in the game that he got it right. Because yeah. there, there's this, I don't know if you've seen that that picture circulating, like a lot of pro-Trump people have been tweeting this picture or posting this picture uh, uh, against or towards like like uh, people that are rocking with DeSantis, like in, you know, in the hypothetical primary um, contest of, of Trump versus DeSantis. Yeah. And uh, of Trump getting off of Air Force One and like going to Florida, meeting DeSantis, and he like Trump doesn't have the mask, and DeSantis has the mask, and he's just there like waiting for Trump. Yeah. yeah and people are like posting that because it kind of shows that it's like I, I think people remember DeSantis as like oh handling the 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 you know the lockdown and the jab and everything to do with that handling it so well. Mm-hmm. But it, he, he didn't really start out like that. But I would say that he 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 did pivot very good. Like it's like yeah. he learned, you know. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I, and I think that Trump, the amount of pressure he had, DeSantis didn't have. Oh yeah, that's that's one state compared to fifty. So, yeah. Like, yeah, that's way different. So it is different. And Trump never forced it and never fired people. Never federally uh, threatened people like, oh yeah, well you're, you're gonna get fired. He never did that. And that's a big, because that's the, probably the most life changing of it. It's like okay, one can hurt you, right? The lockdowns hurt, but that hurt everybody for the most part. But then another thing is like I will fire you and you will not have a livelihood. So get it or and that that that's not on Trump. That's yeah. definitely on Biden. Yeah, hundred percent. So the worst of it is Joe Biden taking that approach, especially when he said he wasn't gonna Do force it, anyone. Yeah. And so not only does that make you a liar, but it makes you like a coward, like because you, you it's not your responsibility. Uh, to feed everyone's family. I get it. But you're really going to take that responsibility and be like, all right, well, now nah, I'm taking your job away if you don't do this. It, you know, it, it's 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 not right because an individual yeah, has awful. a right to choose. It, yeah. yeah, it's beyond not right. It's it's awful. Yeah, and so I guess my thing with, with, with Trump is moving forward is get off that Operation Warp Speed. It's not good for you. <laughs> um. And it wasn't an accomplishment. It was not, no. If anything, like, I would feel pretty ashamed. Like, oh, fuck. Like, I cut down the red tape thinking I was helping. I'm sure that's what he thought. And instead, I gave so much power to these motherfuckers where they were, they're not even liable for some of yeah. this shit. And now this is what they're on. Yeah, and this is what they're on. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel happy about that. In the same way that I wouldn't feel happy... If I was George Bush and and I got questioned about the Patriot Act, I'd probably be like, "Damn!" <laughs> like, and a lot of it, both 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 of those uh, situations, um, the Patriot Act and Operation Warp Speed, were basically fear mongering, like fear mongering. Oh, uh, we got to. What do you mean? Like, like it, it was, it was driven by fear. Oh, with the terrorists, we don't know what they do. We we gotta we gotta spy on everybody. Is it worth it? Is it worth it? I don't know. Because now we've given up those rights and we see what the NSA was on. 
spying on everybody, everything. Yeah. And so that's what those set of laws uh, came from. It's like, well, we we dealt with this terrorism shit. We gotta we gotta see what the fuck's going on. In the same way that with the jab, they the, the fear mongering was, well, you don't know, like people are dying, people are dying. Well, I don't think that Bush or or oh, no, or, no, no. or or Trump were fear mongering. No, not them. Yeah. Not them. I, I, I media. Think, I think they're like the intentions of both of them. Like, I think they were noble intentions, but I. It's just, it's just bad. It it, it was just well. It's rough because they both face. It's crazy. Like all the Republicans, they face like these like once in a lifetime events like yeah. 9/11 and then and then you know Trump with the with the with the the virus but and then, and then Bush the, also the 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 great recession but i would say that with Trump well, both really. It was both. They were both hasty. They were both like too hasty with their decision making. Um, but with Trump, I feel like there, that was like a, a far less that his issue had far less complexity to it. It was one of those things where we pretty much knew right away within within two three weeks. Of the lockdown, like the whole, I'll never forget two weeks to slow the spread. What a crock. Um, but within within that two weeks, we basically knew we basically knew the gist of of the virus. Like, and the other day, I actually went back and I was listening to some of our episodes of, of like as as you know things were evolving and more and more information was coming out, and it was crazy because like we really were ahead of things more than the experts, more than the government, just again, based off of the same thing that Andrew Tate had was just like, well, I'm analyzing the world around me. Yeah. And this is the, the empirical evidence that I'm coming up with that. Number one, Andrew Tate said it. And, and in one of our episodes, we said something similar to it. If it was able to wipe us out, like guys our age out, then there's it would end the world. Like it's basically like there's nothing you could do because like healthy guys in, you know, still still uh, young, youthful. We're not middle. We're not considered middle age yet. Like if it wipes guys like that, it's done. It's over with. And so within two weeks, we basically knew already that that wasn't the case. Like it wasn't. So. Right off of the bat, before creating a jab or lockdown or Trump bucks or anything like that, right off of the bat, once I see as a president, as a leader, all right, well, motherfuckers that our age of work, that our working age can like get out there and grind, we're not lacking. For y- y'all need to get out there and grind. In fact, the country is very much relying on you now. Yeah. Grandma, grandpa, senior citizens. Maybe you guys want to be careful, especially the ones that have pre-existing conditions, all of that stuff. All right. Well, that's different. Like, it's like, okay, maybe use more precaution with them, sanitize a little more, everything like that. So to me, the point of what I'm saying is that, like, 
Trump's situation, I felt like it was a lot less complex. There was less complexity to it than like what Bush was dealing with. Because yeah. you got to think about it. Like these are like terrorists from a region, and like it's not like just this one group is here. It's like they're spread all over the place. You don't know. Like yeah, that's like a, a to me like a logistically a, a lot more complex than. All right, well, what we've learned is this virus affects these people more than these people. In fact, these people get sick and they pretty much bounce back from it. Mm -hmm. All right, well, y'all don't need to be home. Like, you can go to work. Yeah. I get it, but I think politicians are too busy being politicians instead of actually smart people. And so what happens is, like, that's why you get all these bills that the Republicans are like, all right, well, we'll give it up to the Democrats. And then when you look at all the fucking Trojan horse bullshit, right? It's like this, that. Like, if you actually break down an infrastructure bill, you realize it's not even an infrastructure bill. It doesn't take uh, 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 the smartest person to know that, but think about that. Like, think about how many Republicans, like, let shit ride. Are you paying attention to the details or no? Right. So it's like a lot of times, a lot of these guys, they're here for how they look. Oh, all right, cool. Let me look like I'm doing something. And then, and then they're not really taking the, like the, they're not doing the due diligence of actually looking at the detailed, like, okay, this, this, and that, this, this, and that. And so while like, uh, obviously shit, it's been a long time since I've actually read the nuances of that bill. Like, I'd like to go back and see, well, what what looked weird? What looked fishy for the Patriot Act? Like, where, uh, is this really the problem? Is this really, you know, just like, just like the, didn't Republicans approve a lot of the, that, that bill for the, what, the 87 IRS agents? Yeah. Right? It's like, <laughs> you really just approved this. So, again, at what point did you read and you, you didn't think like, wow, this is this is a terrible idea for what we just went through? And because, like, right now people are still recovering from the economic damage of locking shit down, you know, because think about the the, 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 the businesses that lease out a place. Yeah. Now that rent went up, now they have to make way more revenue, gross way more money to be able to, like, live off of that. Like, I know because, again, you didn't think I fucking, every time I get a haircut, I ask, oh, hey. Did the rent go up? Oh, yeah. It's harder to make money. Now I got to charge, like, the people that go cut. I got to charge them a little extra. So it's like a trickle-down thing. And so do you think that it's a good idea during a time where people are still trying to make it from the inflation across the board, everything, to, like, be like, all right, cool, well, let's uh, get 87,000 IRS agents and... Yeah, I'm sure this will pan out pretty well for small businesses. Yeah. No. <laughs> what the fuck? No. So, so it's like, to me, I get it. Uh, it's hard when you're like a president because it's like, okay, uh, overseas, what the fuck's going on over there? Domestically, what's happening over here? Real estate, what, how's that market looking? Uh just a bunch of slew of shit every day. You got to meet up with this fucking guy in France. You got to meet up with fucking the South Koreans. You got to sit down with NATO. Yeah. So a lot of it is just moving around a lot. 
but at some point it's like you do you do bear some responsibility but i get what you're saying i get what you're saying with with the virus you kind of knew it was bs from the get-go almost from the get-go because if you look at like from a from a timestamp, we knew early on like eh, this ain't that bad yeah weary like I don't ever advocate for someone to be like, all right, there's a new virus. Let's, oh, fuck it. Let's just live normally. No. But you could give it a cushion where it's like, well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And I'll even give you the first lockdown. Not really, but let's just say, okay, the first lockdown because people are locking it down, whatever, right? But then prolonged. And then, oh, we're locking this certain stuff down. And then every everything stood locked down for a long time. Yeah. Basically, yeah. after the two weeks to slow the spread, that should have been it. Yeah. That should have been it. And, it. and it wasn't. And and we're paying for that now because, you know, like you said, the jab was free. The jab was free. The, the bucks were free. The Trump bucks, Biden bucks. And now we live in a much more expensive world. And so people that were struggling before, what do you think they're doing now? And we're not even... Because uh, would you say that we're probably going to be worse off this year for it? <laughs> in, would that be your in prediction? Ter- in terms of what? Economically. I mean, it, it looks like it. I mean, e- eggs are $5 a carton right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to deal these eggs. I'm about to invest in some chickens. <laughs> yeah. And, and so that's the thing, like... Inflation barely, barely slowed, barely. Like, you can't even really say it's good because it's still really high. Um, Gas is starting to go back up again. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, you know, but. The struggle is real out here. And these people, you know, the government, they don't care. These people don't care. So moving on to the next segment. A lot of you may have heard the the commotion from Memphis five black officers killed a black man they were pulling him over he fled um if you've seen the video you see that it is pretty heinous and they were 100% wrong absolutely wrong um i feel like overall it's pretty open and shut like the case like it uh I don't know exactly what they're charged with, but they definitely had that guy cuffed, and and while he was cuffed, they were beating the hell out of him. Yeah. Um. What's wild to me though about that whole situation is how the whole mainstream media is labeling it white supremacy and racism when it was. All black people involved. How like That's just out of like, control. like how how much longer are they gonna try to ride that wave? Like you know, like yeah. it's insane. And it's like you really have nothing else. You really are so unoriginal that you cannot think of anything to sort of rationalize or analyze this situation other than it was racism like you have to be the dumbest most unoriginal people to not like to 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 look at this situation and that's what you come up with that's what you conclude yeah like i was reading an article uh it was like an interview um let me see what what is it uh 
I don't know who they were interviewing. Oh, a reverend, Rev, Rev, Reverend Dante Stewart, about police brutality and Nichol, uh, Nichols' murder. And he really said, like, he's like, uh, the more that was more than police brutality. That was a lynching. They wanted us to kill. They, they wanted to kill him because, in some sense, lynching is about the spectacle. It's about what someone with power does to another human being to to ride and rid them of every ounce of their dignity. And then he starts saying that policing is a white thing and makes it about, oh, we live in a white society. This is not that. I mean, policing has always been part of society. <laughs> like the Romans, when they police their people. So it's like, that. that's dumb. Um, you're reaching... And, like, what you could say is these motherfuckers didn't do a good job, did a terrible job, should be charged with murder, and tried. Yeah. And then we'll go from there. That's all That's all you could really say. Uh, you can't, you can't uh, make up a race situation when it's not a race situation. It's just not, it's not a race situation. And, and that's the point that I made initially is that these have to be the most unoriginal people. It's like you're so used to being able to pull from the well of racism or, or what you perceive as racism. And you lack any sort of conceptual, in-depth thought that when something like this happens, you continue to pull from the well of which it does not apply. It's like that. That's. And these are the intellectuals of our time. Or the quote unquote intellectuals of our time. They're weak and they're stupid. Yeah. That's, that's 100% vapid. Yeah. And, and I think it's a. And, and you miss an opportunity to, to, to critique. Police. Like when. 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 You, it's time to critique police for their shit job if you actually make it about critiquing them there's a lot of critique to 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 be pulled into that around the world not just here in america around the world like how many like we just talked about the jab we just talked about i remember there was a time where there was new york cops telling people they couldn't congregate because it was like a bunch of uh, orthodox jews yeah because all the virus the virus (laughs) critique like, you're supposed to serve and protect. You're not supposed to be totalitarian. Right. And so, yeah, you, there's a lot of critique to go uh, in this particular situation versus uh, versus these cops and the and, and the situation with, with, with Nichols. How many times have we talked about how women are are given an easy pass through the police departments? And then we've even we've even annotated moments where a little like I think it was a video that, that, that you had shown me. It was a, a skinny white dude, able to manhandle two two women cops. Yeah. So so a lot of the 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 police shit, it's like it gets politicized, and then and then and then we allow a wave of, of shitty people, not shitty people, but people that might might not be very well suited to be to have a, a cop uniform, and 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 there they are. And it's like, well, you make not only yourself unsafe, your partner unsafe, and situations unsafe in the yeah. city. How many times have we said all oh, motherfuckers should be fit? 
all these fat ass cops. How much? Like, there's plenty of critique to be to be said. But it's all it's all white supremacy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like the the only every, thing every problem in the world is white supremacy. Yeah. Every, everything. <laughs> it's like, like the, the other day I had a flat tire. White supremacy. <laughs> <laughs> what power? It is. It is. Yeah. And uh, my uh, the and then my phone it was acting funny. White supremacy. <laughs> Every 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 problem you've ever had, white supremacy. <laughs> That's literally how they act, how they think. I just broke up with my girlfriend. White supremacy. <laughs> it's motherfucking whites. They're everywhere. They're in the shadows. Everywhere. I see you. That's like, yeah, like that. It's lazy. It's right, it, right now in Chicago, it's gonna be basically tonight as we record. It's gonna be like close to below zero. White supremacy. Yeah. No, that's reasonable. The white man did that. Yeah. The white man is responsible. <laughs> yeah, like it, it, it's uh, it's sad. It's sad because we're never really gonna be able to critique something when it comes to police without ever having to hear about white people, white versus blacks, you know, whites versus anyone of color, and it's like, you know, you you could look at this and be like, wow, that's shitty, you know. Um, actually, it's kind of embarrassing. The first part, and the first part where they where, where they take him out of the car, what what one of the cops explains is that they're trying to stop him, and he likes the car swerves and almost hits the car, uh, the cop car, all that, right? And then they 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 take him out of the car. The guy's not listening to the orders, right? So if you're not listening, just get on the floor, and and then and then you escape. Okay, I can even see the justification to tase him. But then when you see the other video where they have him cuffed, or they did they have him cuffed already? Yeah, when they be beating the hell out of him. He yeah, it's like, dude. And then and now then, one caveat to all of this, though, I will say from the the get go, despite like how wrong the cops are, at a certain point, I don't understand. Like, why don't people comply? Like, like yeah. at, if if from the get go you just do everything that they tell you to do, like especially. In that busy intersection where he's first pulled out of the car, yeah, there's so many witnesses around there by that intersection, you know, cars passing by or whatever, that they're so much further inclined, they're far less inclined to do anything outside of the bounds of the law if you just comply there. And, and that's the thing, like, a lot of these guys... They're so stupid. It's just like, all right, just listen. They're telling you, get on the floor. Get on the floor. This dude is like, all right, all right. Don't say anything. Just do what they're telling you yeah. to do. Don't say shit. Get on your stomach. All right. Come on. What are you doing? I'm just going home. Don't Nothing. Just just do what they're telling you to do. So that's a big thing, too. Is like, And it's funny because uh, on uh, Twitter, ABL, he, he said that he's like, he again. He, he's saying the same position I'm saying. He's not saying that the cops were right or anything like that. But what he's saying is, these people they make things so much worse for themselves by not complying. No, you know, and people are like, "Oh, so you're siding with the cops?" No, it's not that. It's just like, but at a certain point, like you can't be so stupid either. Yeah, it, it's it's just being reasonable, and and it, it's less even to do with the cops and more to do with like. Per, uh, preserving your life Like if a guy If I'm walking to my car right now And a guy points a gun to my head Says give me your wallet Yeah I'm gonna give you the wallet Motherfucker you got a gun 
my my hands, my fists are not going to beat your gun unless you're close enough where I can fight you off. More, more than likely, I'm going to be the reasonable person. But, all right, well, here you go, motherfucker. Like, I'm preserving my life. Yeah. And so you have to be weary about situations. We live in Chicago. Like, we know how quick something could turn deadly. So sometimes you have to think, like, okay, well, what's a reasonable approach to certain situations to not get anyone that I'm with hurt? These are things that as you grow older, you realize uh, preserving your life and the people around you is is far more important than, like, your pride. Or, oh, well, I don't want to comply. Well, I mean, you know. Whether they're, they're whether they're wrong or right, like I, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take that risk, right? Because I'm already in the losing end. It's like if this was chess, this I have no play here. So I, all right, whatever, you checkmated me. And oh, that's well. that. Yeah. Yeah. Now you better not fucking do anything stupid that would give me the the. Because when it comes to cops, all right, well, that's why there's lawyers. Exactly. And you, your, your shit got all types of body count. Okay, cool. You are you 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 rough me up. But now that's the thing lawyers. that's crazy to me is like, what were they thinking? There's literally cameras on them. Like I could see, I could rationalize if like they didn't know about the ca- the street cameras and they whatever, and they thought they were gonna get. But they knew they had body cameras on. And they're, they're, what, what did they did they think they would get away with it? Like I, that's what's strange to me. That's yeah. that. Part is just like is, I guess I'm thinking they must have just been so enraged by having to chase him that yeah. they were just on some like oh let's let's just destroy this dude yeah and, and to me it's like what the body cam when they're explaining and like bragging about it I'm like, like whatever you did you fucked up but now you're bragging about it like that's just not not like smart if you're gonna do criminal activity right. Because now at this point, it looks like criminal activity. They're charged. Probably not a good idea to brag about that shit. But my my thing is, what's the rationale behind doing it while the body camera is on? Like, yeah. you know it's not concealed. I don't understand that. Yeah. That's yeah. strange. There's like a, a little... and I, I guess know. white supremacy did, did <laughs> made them not realize that. Yeah. <laughs> this shit just came full circle. Yeah. No, actually, now that we... No, yeah, white supremacy. <laughs> that's what it boils <laughs> down to. Well, that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening, so keep on listening. Remember, if we talk about something that you know somebody would be interested in, please share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms. If you want to help us stay independent, go to our website. You can donate an amount of your choosing or buy some merch. And if you're listening to us on Apple, give us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.